traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, as I said, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is The Geek Show, a show where we take a break from all the politics, all the yelling and screaming. Push that aside. Let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies... TV shows, a little bit of everything. If you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of The Geek Show, just go wherever podcasts are and search for The Geek Show. You'll see the little logo. It says The Geek Show with Corey Wara, and you can catch up on all of the episodes on there. Uh, if this is your first time to The Geek Show, welcome. The show's broken down like this. We'll start off with News of the Week, which is kind of a hosh-posh of everything. Uh, but if you are a fan of sci-fi and aliens, and like me, just have a terrible fear that the world's going to be taken over by robots or aliens, oh, sit by, because we have a woozy of a story when it comes to robots and aliens. Uh, some interesting developments in that area. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back to the land of movies. We have to talk about the big news that is Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, huge, great news for the movie theater industry. And I even watched it. I'll give you guys my little mini review for that there. Then we'll take a break for news when we get back after that. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner. And I got a, a little bit of a rant and a little bit of heavier stuff just because of some interesting things happening in the world of hacking, uh, in the world of cell phones. A giant company who has made cell phones for as long as I can remember announced that they are no longer going to be doing phones anymore which is very very interesting so we'll talk about that then we'll take one more break and we finish the show with the top five list of the week the top five most important pieces of audio that i think you should be aware of and i think yeah no we have four trailers and one viral meme that is celebrating its 10-year anniversary so you're gonna want to stick around for that or maybe you don't because i felt really old when i originally saw that it was 10 years old i'm like oh come on 10 years old but for right now let's start off with the news of the week and this one's very very interesting there was a uh, viral picture going around online this week of a uh, picture of a like a military people with the boston dynamics robot if you don't know that's a robot called Dawson. It's this robot dog called Spot, and it basically is a robot that is designed to uh, walk on any terrain. It can be pushed and shoved, but it is able to correct itself and get back up standing, and you can program it to work on its own or use a remote control to control it. Well, that picture went viral, and people were like, what the heck is happening with the military and robot? Well, it turns out that uh, France is testing out robots for their own use. They're, uh, according to a French newspaper, uh, they're saying that Spot was one of the number of robots being tested by students from France's uh, combined arms school with the intention of assessing the usefulness of robots on future battlefields, a.k.a. the beginning of the robot takeover. During the two-day deployment, uh, they say that soldiers ran a number of scenarios including an offensive action capturing uh 
the crossroads, a defensive action during the night and day, and an urban combat test. Each scenario was performed using just humans and then using humans and robots together to see what the difference with machines made. I think one of the more interesting things, I mean, take the silly robots taking us over out of it. Uh, one of the things I found very interesting is one of the, the guys who were there uh, doing it, he said, look, we did it, the human version, then we added a robot. The human version, I was killed. But because of the robot, in the robot version, the robot saved my life because it was able to... Uh, survey things before we went in so the main purpose it's not like m these machines are going to have weapons and they're going to be throwing chainsaws or shooting guns at people no the main purpose of it was for surveillance they could send a robot into a room uh you know you don't know what's in that room people could be hiding anything could be there by sending a robot in it takes down it takes out the human element of it so if a gunfire episode happens or if a bomb goes off it's the robot that takes the damage and protects the people so i think that's good i just don't want to see uh, a point in life where we see little robot dogs walking around with machine guns that's all that's all i want Next up is really, really interesting. Best Buy. Best Buy is uh, trying out a new beta program that promises a concierge tech support for up to $200 a year. So they're trying this out in six stores in three different states, Iowa, Pennsylvania, and Oklahoma. But they're trying a new paid membership service that would provide exclusive perks, including a concierge-style uh, tech support and exclusive pricing. The subscription service will cost $200 a year or $180 if you have a Best Buy credit card. And it's obviously their attempt to go after Amazon Prime, who also has a subscription service, as Best Buy looks to expand its services outside of just the store. The new membership, which is called Best Buy Beta, grants members access to a slew of benefits, including free standard shipping, unlimited Geek Squad technical support, a exclusive member pricing for products, a 60-day extended return window, and Best Buy confirmed that beta members will also have 24-7 access to a concierge team, which they can contact by phone, email, chat, or through the Best Buy mobile app. Okay, $200 seems like a lot, but here's the thing. I'm a younger guy. I'm in, I'm 30. And, uh, when it comes to being a younger guy in a world of older people, I get called on a lot to go help people with their IT problems. And most of the time, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. I like helping my parents out. I love helping, uh, Greg and Dan from the morning show out with, with this stuff. But sometimes it can just get a little bit annoying. And I just love the idea that, I can now gift people a Best Buy beta program and say, look, if you have any tech problems, call this service. Don't call me anymore. Call this service. Alien people, get ready. We have giant jellyfish apparently in space. Scientists discover a huge, mysterious jellyfish-shaped structure in space. The plasma structure has been called the USS Jellyfish. It's more than one million light years away across and poses a bizarre series of questions to astronomers. Uh... I'm not going to go into super detail on this because there are so many big words, scientific words that will bore you and it bored me and I don't understand it 100%. 
probably why I am not a scientist. But there is an enormous entity has been found a couple years ago and extends more than one million light years away. And apparently it's aging plasma, but it is in the shape of jellyfish. And there's even radio waves to it. And basically scientists are like, we don't know what that is exactly. It could be anything. We haven't seen anything that big and that massive that gives off radio signals. What could it possibly be? Obviously aliens. Okay, the probability of that is really small, but I do like the idea that maybe there are aliens that are a 100 million light years away, and I'm totally fine if they're that far away because... To get back over here to Earth, unless, well, unless they travel by light speed, Corey, maybe they have warp drive technology, I don't know, but uh, it sounds like it would take them a while to get over here to Earth to uh, not take over the Earth, whatever they want to do. I We always assume aliens want to take over the world, and I feel like that's because of movies. Maybe they're just friendly aliens. I don't know. Uh, next up, I talked about this last week. They teased it. Uh, Build-A-Bear Workshop has officially shown off their Animal Crossing crossover. Uh, when it comes to Nintendo products, those things sell like hotcakes. And uh, when it comes to limited uh, items, those things sell out fast. So I don't know as of this time if uh, Build-A-Bear still has some available. I think we have one in the mall. Don't quote me on that. But if it is still there, you are able to choose between two fan favorite characters isabel and tom nook um like i said when it comes to nintendo products anything limited time events they just like pokemon cards uh there is a huge collector market for nintendo stuff and when things go on sale they sell out relatively instantly so you might want to try you might have some luck out there if you go to a physical store uh that has them but uh yeah you could try your shot online too but super cool without a doubt that's going to sell like hotcakes because uh i think no without a doubt animal crossing was one of the biggest uh, video games of last year during the pandemic so i feel like those are going to sell very well this one makes me incredibly sad yahoo answers yahoo answers is a service that started at least since i was in fifth grade maybe even before so 20 years ago uh and it was a place where you could just it, it was like the first chat room online you could ask a question and people would respond with answers some legit good answers some making fun of you and some just trying to make fun of everybody in general it was really cool it was super i i, I just i i cringe a little bit just because i without a doubt used that when i was younger and i probably asked some really stupid things but they are officially closing it down they have been purchased a while ago by verizon media group and part of their uh, change with Yahoo is that they're going to uh, get rid of that service. It will be shutting down on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And uh, yeah, I'm sad to see that go just because uh, you can waste a, a stupid amount of time just searching for what people were asking online. And finally, this one is, I literally just talked about it with Super Nintendo, a sealed version of the original Super Mario Brothers that is in a case, and I think it has a 9.8 grade on how well it's preserved it is, uh, is the most expensive game to ever be sold. Last time it sold an auction for $156,000. It sold just recently for $660,000. <sighs> I don't think any video game is worth it, but I guess there are... Well, I even said it with the uh, Animal Crossing thing. There are heavy, hardcore 
Nintendo fans that want the rare stuff, and that is without a doubt the rare stuff. So who knows? Maybe the next time, it was just a couple years before, maybe next time we'll be selling that game for upwards of a million dollars. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the movie news of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on down to the land of movies. We got some really, really big and happy news in the world of uh, movies, specifically with movie theaters, because Godzilla vs. King Kong came out last week, and it really was a big test on how movie theaters are going to do moving forward. All expectations were blown away, which is making a lot of people very, very happy. Uh, they were expected to make at least $36 million in the box office. And in all honesty, that's an incredibly small amount of money when you think that uh, at the height of the uh, crazy blockbuster season, you have movies making 200, 300 plus million dollars at the box office. Uh, so they l- put it down really low. So they wanted around 30. They walked away with 48.1 million dollars, which is absolutely fantastic. It means there is hope. It means that. Uh, because this was also available on streaming services at the same time, it also leads credit to the idea that maybe we can have both at-home th- streaming and in-theater streaming. I think that that might be something we're going to be moving towards a lot quicker because me personally, I w- I didn't ha- really have any interest in going to see Godzilla vs. King Kong. And if it was out in theaters, I would not have gone. But because it was a streaming available via streaming service i was like yeah i'll watch it why not i'm curious enough i uh, if it's if it's bad i'll just skip to the the fight scenes but no uh it was a really really big success for them in fact i think i have the numbers here um, according to a third-party uh, rating service called Samba TV, uh, one thing you should know when it comes to ratings uh, and numbers for streaming services, there are a lot different rules than there are with movie in movie theaters. So the companies themselves have the numbers, the private numbers, but they tend to not give out the numbers to people. So we don't always know for sure how successful these movies were on streaming services, but the companies that made them do know. So this company reported that on Monday, at least 3.6 million households watched at least five minutes of the Warner Brothers Godzilla vs. King Kong on HBO Max. Uh, just to put that in perspective, uh, Wonder Woman, which came out last year on d- in December, uh, had 2.2 million people who watched it from home, and movie theaters weren't open at that point. So this is all a good sign. We had a huge amount of people who went to the movies and watched it. We had a huge amount of people who used the subscription service. So I think HBO and Warner Brothers is in a really good place. There was talk. I talked about it on the Geek Show. There were a lot of people in the movie industry who were PO'd at HBO for saying, hey, HBO Max, if you subscribe it, all movies we release in 2021 will be released on the same day on our streaming service. And people were like, oh, you're killing the industry. You're It's dead on arrival. How dare you do this, Warner Brothers? And it's actually turning out to be a big success because you have people who want to go see this movie in theaters. And I don't blame you. I want to go see giant lizards fight, fighting giant monkeys uh, in a jumbo screen. But then there are some people 
who I'm also in the category of is look, I, I don't really have like I'm not invested in the series, but I'm curious enough that I'll use my subscription service that I already have to watch it. So it was a big victory overall and a very, very good sign for movie theaters in general. With that, on top of it, the CEO of Warner Brothers came out and said, hey, uh, just so you guys know, 2022 movies will be back in theaters first. So just this year, we'll be getting movies with from Warner Brothers released in theaters and on streaming service on the same day. But I think the difference pre-pandemic and post-pandemic is that there's going to be a significant shortening of time between a release from movie theaters to DVD, digital, and streaming services. I think a lot of the agreements that they're working on now have said uh, typically it's usually like three or four months until a movie goes from movie theaters onto DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Uh, it looks like they're cutting that down to 45 days. Uh, some cases are even like two or three weeks. So I'll be curious to see as we move forward. But I think a lot of people in the movie industry just uh, had a sigh of relief because it was really one of the very big tests. And in fact, uh, Black Widow is coming out, I think, in July. And uh, estimates for how much money that's going to make has soared now. So I think we're in a good place right now. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Oh, and quickly, my quick review for uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. I haven't seen any of the previous King Kong vs. Godzilla movies, so I don't know uh, the characters that well, and I don't know the connection. But I had fun. And like I said earlier, I didn't have any intention of going to see this in theaters, but it was available on streaming service i had nothing else to watch so i watched it and i had fun it was really beautifully shot the fights were phenomenal uh if you get bored at the the human stuff in there just fast forward to the fights the fights are absolutely gorgeous the effects were great and it was just a great popcorn film really really good i highly highly recommend it uh, a movie that's out this week that's getting poor reviews, but uh, it's not too surprising for me, is Thunder Force. Thunder Force is a trailer I played on the Geek Show, I think, a week or two ago. It stars Melissa McCarthy, where she gets superhero powers. I think to no one's surprise, sadly, just based on the trailer, even I was really disappointed. But uh, the reviews are not good. I don't have an official Rotten Tomatoes score yet, but uh, some of the early reviews I read about it mm, might be one you want to skip. Uh, some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Space Jam Entertainment Weekly reports that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home star Zendaya will lend her voice to Lola Bunny in Space Jam, A New Legacy. Cool. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to begin filming later this year, according to James Gunn. Uh, speaking at a event for Star Trek, Star Trek fans were very excited when Jean-Luc Picard himself, uh, Patrick Stewart, announced that Q will return to the series. Uh, I think it's kind of funny. Q is a very big character in there, and I'm now curious if that has any relations to... Uh, the QAnon and where we are now. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over Corey's Tech Corner. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on down to the land of technology as we head over to Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world, and really not the greatest this week, because we got uh, three kind of heavier stories I want to cover. If we have time at the end, I'll hit you with some small ones. But this is one I think is pretty big. LG announced this week that they are officially quitting the smartphone business, the end of an era. Yes, LG, obviously one of the big electronic companies, best known, I 
think, for their TVs, has been in the smartphone business for a while, but they've had a uh, tough time getting into the market. Obviously, Samsung and Apple are kind of the big ones for the iTunes platform and the uh, Google platform, but or Android platform, and... Uh, a lot of people were not surprised by this. There were rumors for several months now that they were going to close shop, but they are officially doing it. They did say that existing phones will remain on sale and it will continue to support its products for a period of time, which will vary by region. The company hasn't said anything about possible layoffs, but details related to employment will be determined on a local level. So there's a lot of concern because obviously that is a big chunk of a business when you are in an entire market dedicated to smartphones. You're going to have a lot of people that are going to be affected by this. But uh, my my piece of advice is if you're going to go buy a new phone, I wouldn't recommend buying a new LG phone, even if they're going to go on sale because they're out. But just because uh, we have seen this time and time again when it comes to technology that uh, there are always opportunities where hackers have uh, found ways to get into your products, phones, like uh, via uh, something on their end, on the, the phone company's end. And if they stop updating their product, even if it's five years later, uh, and it turns out there's a big, massive way that hackers can get in your phone... Uh, and they won't update it. So that's the problem. So I would say if, if you have an LG phone, you should be fine for a couple years or so. But if you are going out to buy a new phone, I would stay away. I would not recommend uh, getting an LG phone just because of the potential vulnerabilities in the long run. Congress, in a bipartisan uh, agreement with lawmakers, they have asked Google and Twitter and others about the information bitstream data to foreign entities. So sit back and let's learn some new things today. So the concerns revolve around the process called real-time bidding and the flow of bid stream data. So before an advertisement is displayed inside an app or on a browsing session, so you know how sometimes you open up an app and there's a little banner ad at the top? That's what it's specifically talking about. So as part of the process, participating companies bid to have their ad placed in that banner uh, slot. But it's whoever gets the highest bid will get their advertisement placed there. As part of the process, participating companies obtain sensitive data on the user, even if they don't end up winning that ad placement. They go on to explain that few Americans realize that some auction participants are siphoning off and storing that data to compile dossiers about them. And in turn, these dossiers are being openly sold to anyone with a credit card, including hedge funds, political campaigns, and even government. So here's the main thing what you need to know about it is, is that uh, they're asking for more information on what information outside groups are able to collect for us. Because here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, I don't care if they have my information, but you have to remember that they win. And we've seen this with Brexit. Um, I know that social media is becoming a bigger, bigger thing in the world of politics, but Influence is key, and influence can give you a lot of information. Uh, if you know where a person lives, if you know where the person uh, looks for on Facebook, what political uh, leaning they are, you can then place ads online to help influence them. They're not trying to get you to click or buy anything. They're just placing them there to help persuade you to think 
what they want you to think. And that's the long-term thing that we need to worry about. There's a lot of crazy information out there that we give out publicly, and we need to get a grasp on what information companies are collecting on us in order to better protect ourselves. And this is becoming a bigger thing in the world of technology, and it's going to continue to be a bigger thing. Because I think when people finally realize how much information of theirs is out there and what it can be done and used against you, it's kind of horrifying. And like I said, remember, uh, some of these people, like political campaigns and governments, their goal is to not have you buy anything. Their goal is to influence you. And the more they know about you, the more they can use tricks to persuade you to think the way that they do. So I'm just, I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorist, crazy person here. I'm just saying we all collectively need to be more aware of what we're seeing online and how it's affecting us because uh, the moment we lose grasp of that, I, I feel like they win and that we're no longer in the, the pilot seat uh, and that we're being pushed and pulled on either direction. And this is why I'm so glad this is happening in Congress is it's a bipartisan thing. Both sides need to realize this isn't a left or right thing. We should be joining together to fight all forces who are doing this. The left's using it to get more people to lean towards the left. The right is doing the same thing. Brexit is a prime example of using information on people against you. And we just need to be more aware of that. I always go back to uh, something that you really don't hear anymore. Uh, growing up in high school and in middle school, parents all over, at least for us in Washington, Illinois, were saying, don't trust anything you see online. Make sure it's from a good source and make sure it's from uh, a legit source that you can go back and uh, fact check and even see the sourcing on it. And I think we need to go back to that. We're giving out way too much information and it's going to get out of hand really quick. So I know that was heavy stuff, you guys, but it's one thing on the Geek Show I really want people to grasp is that there is a huge problem in the world of technology and in social media and privacy, and it's going to start getting more notice soon. Uh, it's happening big time over in the EU, and it's going to start happening now here in the United States. I feel like this is just one step towards it, and we need to protect ourselves because uh, it's so easy to be lazy and when it comes to technology we are extremely lazy i don't want to change my password from one two three four five to something else because it's easy to remember that but remember the the more easy route you go the easier it is for people to get your information so i'm sorry i'm I'm hitting that i'm a broken record here again but something i'm going to keep covering because i want people to realize the stuff they put out there and just to be careful. So with that, you guys, we'll end the show uh, with the top five list of the week after this break. Something a little more uplifting than all that dark uh, news there. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show. I know I'm sad too, but this is my favorite part of the show. It's the top five list of the week where I have five pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. I have one that is a... 
I would almost consider it one of the oldest original memes of all time is celebrating its 10 year anniversary. And I, I just feel incredibly old when these anniversaries come by and it's like 10 years. That's insane. So that one, then we have four trailers. We got two Disney ones. We have an artsy one that I just want to throw out there because it looks really good. And then one that I just, I, I don't know if I can even comprehend what I just watched. It's, it's a really, really bizarre trailer. So. Where do we start in the top five list? Number five. Yes, number five. Number five goes to a video that, like I said earlier, is without a doubt probably one of the original memes of all time celebrating its 10-year anniversary, and it involves a cat. Any idea? Yeah, that's all I'm going to play of it, because it gets annoying very fast, but that is Nyan Cat, and if you don't know, Nyan Cat's basically a 8-bit version of a cat, who instead of a regular body, it has the body of a Pop-Tart, and it is flying through space while shooting rainbows out of its butt. I'm not joking. Uh, if you look it up, there's like there's even versions of it online. There's a 10-hour long version of it that just plays it on repeat for up to 10 hours. But it was one of the original memes that started, and it celebrated its 10-year anniversary. It has almost uh, about 190, 190 million views on Facebook, and it came out originally on April 5th, 10 years ago, 2011. That's kind of insane. I feel incredibly old, so let's move on. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a trailer that I think we've all been waiting for. Literally, we had the original trailer come out last year for a movie that was supposed to come out in May of 2020. But here we are. It's been pushed again. It's coming out later this year. I believe, yeah, July 9th of this year. This is the trailer for Marvel's Black Widow. We have to go back to where it all started. Where did you think I was all this time? We have unfinished business. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our rules. It wasn't real. It was real to me. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Marvel's Black Widow. It got a lot of hype over the weekend. I think it's because we're ready for another superhero movie. It's been literally one year since we've uh, seen a Marvel film, and we're going to be getting it soon on July 9th. And the trailer looks good. Uh, it's about uh, Black Widow and her past, and it looks like, well, at least rumors are, that her sister is going to take up in the future at some point the mantle of Black Widow, because if you saw the last Avengers movie, you know what happened there but it is coming out on july 9th of this year it will be available in theaters and through disney streaming service disney plus but you have to pay a premium price so not only do you have to pay for the subscription you have to pay 30 dollars for the movie itself which uh, i'll leave that up to you on if that's a good decision or not personally for me i'm gonna spend that much in in popcorn and snacks anyway so i, I might actually uh, buy this one at home number three Number three. All right. Number three. This one's cool. This is the trailer for uh, one of the Disney Plus series. It's a series, not a movie, for the new Loki series. We protect the 
proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract, breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. Okay, so that was a trailer for Loki. It's coming to Disney Plus on June 11th. Now, uh, I have to be honest. I, I loved WandaVision when it came out to Disney Plus, and I am really enjoying uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon right now. And I'm actually really excited about it. The, the quality that you get in these shows are really good. And this one looks awesome because who doesn't want to spend a few hours with Loki? But here's the crazy part. When you involve time travel, uh, things get crazy. So this series, if you remember the Avengers Endgame, which was the very last Avengers movie, was uh, they went back in the past to collect the Tesseract and all the other Infinity Stones. Well, while they visited the past, they were trying to get the Tesseract in New York City from the original Avengers movie, and they messed up, and they dropped it, and the Loki from that timeline grabbed the Tesseract and disappeared. So this series is going to be about that Loki, a Loki that has not bonded closer with his brother, that has not kind of changed over to a good guy. So it's going to be a very interesting take on Loki, as it sounds like it is a buddy cop film with Loki and whoever Owen Wilson is playing. It involves this agency that is all about keeping the timeline uh, even, and they are using Loki to help fix the timeline that he broke by doing the Tesseract jump out of there. Are you confused? Yes, that's the problem with time travel. When you get time travel involved with shows and movies, things can get complicated very, very fast. But either way, I think if you like Loki, you're going to like this series. It's coming out on June 11th to Disney+. Plus. That is Marvel Studios' Loki. Number two. Number two, all right, number two is without a doubt an artsy-fartsy film, but I love these films, and I love that some of these movies can get out there to the general public to make them more interested in the art of cinema. And this is one of them, because I think this is going to be a movie that will have a great impact on uh, commentary on what it means to be a YouTuber, a blogger. This is uh, Andrew Garfield starring in the movie called Mainstream. What's up? Thanks for checking out this video. My little niece worships these guys who do and say nothing. Yo, why is my existence so lit? You promote a lifestyle of doing and saying nothing. Hashtag swimming pool, hashtag cocktail, hashtag this pineapple life. You can't be following me. Like, I'm no one special, man. Holy You've got talent. You want to be the guys that made two cool videos? Or do you want to be no one special? This is the beginning. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Mainstream, and why I really am interested in this is because of the story. I'm really fascinated with YouTubers, bloggers, influencers online, and almost to the point where uh, they will go out of their way to do insane stuff, dangerous stuff, and even illegal stuff to get views and clicks, and this looks at... At least to me, based on the trailer, this is a movie that will look at the people behind uh, 
video blogging, YouTube videos, and talk about the dark side of being a viral celebrity, because there are lots of crazy things that happen. I'm looking at you, uh, Jake Paul, a guy that I do not like at all, uh, but they have a very strong influence, not only over us, but also over kids. I mean, that's what their main target is on YouTube, is targeting kids. And I hope that this movie will take a dive deep into the psychology behind it. It's not a documentary. It's a uh, drama movie, but it looks really, really good. So that is Mainstream, starring Andrew Garfield. It is coming to theaters and video on demand on May 7th. Video on demand, it will basically be available anywhere where you can buy digital movies. You don't need a streaming service, but you will have to pay, I think, 15 or 20 $20 to watch the movie day one may 7th mainstream here's number one all right here we go oh man i don't even know where to start with this so i'll just play the clip and then we'll go over it and one of the most i feel like it was designed by somebody who has uh attention deficit disorder because there is so much going on to the point where it's kind of uh, mind-boggling and even uh, annoying at points this is the trailer for space jam 2 Welcome, King James. I am the king of this domain. This is the serververse. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait! What is this? I'm a cartoon? What's up, Doc? Okay, so I don't even know where to start with this trailer. First of all, I should say up front, I'm excited to see this movie. Uh, it, just because I love the original Space Jam, and this one looks like it's just going to be crazy and bizarre. But the problem with the trailer is it tries to shove so much pop culture in you that it kind of is overwhelming at points because it's like, jumping into the Warner, Warner Brothers universe, and you have uh, clips from Game of Thrones, you have Wizard of Oz, you have the guys from Clockwork Orange watching the basketball game. I mean, there is a ridiculous amount of references to old things, uh, new things, and just pop culture things there. And it's so... It's so heavy and so apparent that they put that there to make everyone go, oh, wow, remember that? That was fun, that it was... It kind of took away from what the movie is going to be about. Obviously, it's going to be about the LeBron James teaming up with uh, the Looney Tunes characters, but I don't know anything more besides that, besides the bad guy being Don Cheadle. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It was a very hectic, kind of insane trailer, and maybe that's what people want. And if it is, cool. That is Space Jam 2, and it is coming out on July 16th of this year. It will be available in theaters, and just like Godzilla vs. King Kong, if you are a subscriber to HBO Max, you will be able to watch it day one through that service for free. No extra charges. And a quick sidebar. Uh, you know, a lot of these movies that go into pop culture references use the Iron Giant in it. And if you've seen the Iron Giant, first it's a movie that will make you cry. I mean, it made me cry, and every time I even think about it, I cry. But... It is a movie about a giant robot, and the main message is is that even though this robot was designed to be a evil weapon, 
that he never wanted to be a weapon and he never wanted to hurt anyone. And it's really annoying watching trailers where they use the Iron Giant uh, specifically to destroy things and using cannons to blow up things. I know that's just a little geek annoyance of mine, but it's really annoying that I constantly see that because it's like go to the actual heart of the character. And uh, okay, I'm ranting too long. That was that was my Iron Giant rant of uh, the Geek Show episode today. But with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Go do something good. Go do something great. Remember the geek world, and especially even in this COVID world, the world can feel small but we're all into this together if you're ever feeling down lonely sad help is out there and always feel free to reach out to me uh i I always love talking to people who love the show and who love talking about just geek stuff in general have a fantastic weekend this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd